podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I hope you're all doing well on this rather chilly but lovely Friday. Let's be honest, Fridays are always nice, aren't they? I love a, who doesn't love a Friday? Do you know what I mean? Love a Friday, especially after a West Ham win. But no, I hope you're all good. Um, we want to do a bit of a video to wrap a few things up because there's a few things to talk about. Talk about last night, and also it's a fair bit of news going on, Fabianski and a couple of other bits and pieces. So we'll just do a video to wrap it all up into one. Um, but yeah, um, I'll tell you what, Christmas is now fast approaching. I, I don't know about you, but I'm getting to that point now where the feeling of Christmas is starting to creep in. You know that just excitement? I'm really looking forward to it. I just, I don't drink, you see. So uh, this year, I'm kind of like really just looking forward to the food element of it all. I'm really looking forward to that day. I, I love the snacking of it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love the snacking and the, the bits and pieces. And I love the, the fact you've, you've got no, um, you haven't got to feel guilty when you just go, yeah, I'm going to have another bit of chocolate. Yeah, I'm going to have some more nuts. Yeah, I'm going to have a... I love that feeling. Really looking forward to it. So, yeah, I hope you all are as well. Talking of Christmas, though, this is important. Rather than me rambling about <laughs> what I'm going to eat on Christmas Day, etc. Um, Christmas jumpers. Now, this Christmas jumper, right, um, If we're gonna, we, they actually are selling quickly. We've got loads of orders that are coming through. Um, I just want to let you know that you need to really, if you want to get yours in or get it for a gift for anybody, 28 quid. The link's below. Just click on that and take you to the shop. You can order it in. Get it done before Saturday. Oh, yeah, before the close of play Saturday because we need to get the orders sorted out and get them out. So it's important that if you're going to get your jumper, I mean, I, I, I love my jumper. Love it. Honestly, I've worn it a few times now. It's going to be warm Christmas Day. That's the kind of guy I am. So, yeah, um, it's obviously um, important that you get your orders in quickly if you want to be before Christmas, which I'm sure you will. So, yes. Um, also, uh, please subscribe if you're not a subscriber. It takes two seconds to do so, and it really does help our channel out. And hit the like button also. It, you know, it does help us out. We love it. So, yeah, please do. Um, but, look, on the West Ham, uh, of course, because that's what I'm here to talk about. And I'm feeling really good today, really pleased. And I've been criticised because people say to me, oh, you, you're just you're so happy because you've won. And which I think, you know, I can't help it. I like, of course, I like West Ham winning. But... I understand what you mean. When sometimes you win, but, you know, it wasn't really convincing. It was the last minute and you think, oh, we sort of grinded a result out, whatever. It's sometimes hard to be skipping around excited and happy about it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm skipping around excited at the moment. I'm, that's probably more Christmas, I think, that's doing that. But I'll tell you what, I really liked that result uh, last night against Freiburg. West Ham won 2-0 um, and it was just... Uh, 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 90 minutes of West Ham playing some really good football, looking the best team uh, out, of the, out of the two, looking, you know, we were the better team. And we were just excellent throughout. Lovely football, crisp passing, lovely movement. Link-up play was fantastic. We defended well when we had to. We didn't have to do a lot of it, I'll be honest. I thought Freiburg were pretty much blown away uh, pretty early on, hence why. But I think they just kind of not given up, but I think their heads went a little bit. I think the second goal. We're going to talk about quickly um, in a minute the you know, the main bits of the game. I'm not going to go for every minute, of course, just cut little bits. Um, but it was a big game. That it's a bloody big match, you know, for both teams. Effectively, we we obviously we had the advantage. It was like having an away goal, wasn't it? It was like because we we only needed a draw, so the the pressure was certainly on Freiburg. And I actually thought when they started, they would they looked up for it. They they looked like they were hungry and. I, exactly what I was expecting. I said in the preview that I thought that this would be the toughest 
of the game as the group. I thought I said that about the away one as well, but I think West Ham handled them both those games really well. And we were just very, very good, West Ham, apart from their first sort of period of attacking, which I'm talking about the first like three or four minutes. After that, it was all West Ham. And once we settled down, we were fantastic. Could have scored very early on. Paqueta uh, hit the bar. Um, but then we scored uh, Mohamed Kadus, um, lovely, really lovely goal. Um, uh, a fantastic ball over from Alvarez, who found Kadus. I mean, we'll talk about Alvarez in a minute, but he was outstanding. Um, I, I would say his best performance in a West Ham shirt, actually. He was that, that good. Uh, but lovely finishing Kadus. Kadus. He, the way he dummied that goalkeeper, if, I think it's, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. He's. It goes to feign a shot, but it's the way he leans to do it. The keeper's just gone, and uh, he is exceptionally good. We have we have done really well here, um, both both those players as well, because Alvarez was excellent. And then he got on the score sheet, Alvarez. Alvarez scored his first goal for West Ham, and it was a bloody good goal. Considering when you look at Alvarez, and you know that he's what his position is, which is like a very much defensive midfielder, you don't really see him get forward a lot. Um, he just... He might be, you know, yeah, like... He's got that sort of Sujet kind of esque running, isn't he? He doesn't look very comfortable at times when he's running, but he, he was he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And he he put the ball into Bowen, uh, or the ball found into Bowen. Bowen flicked this ball through, and Alvarez he sort of started to move Alvarez, and he sort of um, left one on one with the keeper, and he just yeah again took his shot really well, sent the keeper the wrong way, smashed it in the back of the net, fantastic. Um, but another few things I want to talk about in in terms of the game. I thought that James Ward Prowse played really well. More advanced, he, he, David Moyes switched things up a little bit. Had Suchek playing more uh, a deeper role, it just works well. Our, our, um, having James Ward Prowse in that more advanced role just suits him. His link up play is getting better and better. His understanding of the players around him, you can see that. You can see that this team is starting to gel. Do you know what I mean? They're starting to understand one another, and it's it was a, a night where. You, you've got to stand back sometimes. You know, we don't do this a lot as West Ham fans. David Moyes gets a lot of criticism for it and, and rightly so for the style of football we play at times because it can be painful, the defensive mindness and the fact that we invite so much pressure on and we play this counter-attack all the time. But this was totally the opposite. It was really good football. And I think if, you know, if, you, if you're quick to criticise, then you need to sometimes, you know, to applaud it when it's right. And I thought that was excellent. Really good all-round performance. And I, I was really pleased to see it. You know, really good to see... The players seem to enjoy themselves. And it's just nice. It was a good all-round night for West Ham. And, of course, um, West Ham now are have qualified again. Qualified uh, again for the, uh, the knockout stage of European competition. The third year running. The third year running, West Ham have qualified um, for knockout football in, um, in European competition. I mean, it's, it's mental. Like, I mean, the bloody hell would have said this uh, um, a few years ago. Like, it just wouldn't have been the case. I... These are sort of things we've been dreaming of, you know, and it's brilliant, brilliant. And now we can take a breather. We can stand back and watch. We can admire. We're the neutrals now for the next round, which is the playoff uh, period, isn't it? For these rounds with the um, the Champions League teams that are dropping down to play the teams that finish second. Obviously, Freiburg will be involved in that. So it's nice now we can just sit back and admire it and watch it and enjoy it with no pressure, knowing and, and watching the teams and thinking the teams that we can want, want to avoid, the ones we want to play, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really, really pleased, as you can tell. Like, and I'm sure you all are. You know, it's a, it was a very good night uh, to be a West Ham fan. And I'm, I'm really proud of them, really pleased. And yeah, lovely. Um, and I say one big note I put on my uh, for my um, this video was the team that are clicking. They really are starting to purr, you know, like the link up play between Bowen and, and Caduce now. You, you can see it like you can feel they're getting a bit of a partnership. As I say, James Ward-Prowse, that feeling that he's clicking and 
And Alvarez, my word, he is a, a monster in that midfield. He just contro- he, he controls the tempo. It's just, he has been a brilliant signing. And, and you know, you consider the fact that he's had to come in and fill the, the boots of, um, of Declan Rice, who's, you know, a wonderfully talented player, as we know, um, and obviously doing very well already at Arsenal, which we all, we all knew he would, you know, he's a world-class player. Um, I'll tell you what, Alvarez, he, he's not a million miles away from him. I tell you, he, oh, I know they're, they're different styles of players, but Alvarez is a wonderfully good, uh, talented player. And you get the feeling that, you know, considering the fact he's only been here a short period, once he's really settled in and got the grips with um, this league and his team, the teammates, etc., he's going to be a, a wonderful player for West Ham, hopefully for many years to come. Because And and, and Caduce as well, you know, but both signers from Ajax, of course, and just have been absolutely brilliant. Um, David Moyes got to say, yeah, got it spot on uh, last night. I thought the, the tactics was excellent. I thought the substitutions were spot on at the right times. I was there was nothing to complain about last night. There was no point in that game I could sit there and go, oh, I don't like him. Or he played badly. Or Moyes got that wrong. What's he doing? I mean, even with Danny Ings, right? He brought Danny Ings on, and usually I'd go, I'd be a huge side. Oh, what's he doing? But he brought him on with another striker. He, he, you know, yes, Danny Ings doesn't. He's not a lone striker, so. Hopefully that penny's dropped as well for Moyes. It was just a really good night, as you can tell. Really pleased and um, really proud of him, actually. And, yeah, happy West Ham fan. Um, a couple of other things I want to talk about, though. I don't, I don't want to be there just to talk about last night. As I say, there's a couple of little bits of... Well, a few stories we've got to talk about. First one, very... Well, both actually good news. Uh, first one, very good news. Um, Lucas Fabianski has signed uh, and a one-year extension. Well, when I say signed, I always keep saying that, but he hasn't signed it. They've just triggered this extension. Um, I don't know how that works exactly, because we've just seen it with um, four now, hasn't we? They sort of just triggered it because they want to sell him. But I'd love to know what the player's involvement is in these triggers. Do they just, <laughs> just text them and say, yeah, you're here for another year? I don't know. I don't know how it works. But anyway, um, he's been extended by another year, Lucas Fabianski. He's been great this season, hasn't he, Fabianski? I've been really impressed with him. Um, if you remember when it, when the season started, he, he kind of publicly came out and said that he was really unhappy with the way that um, he's kind of been pushed aside and that Ariola's been made the number one goalkeeper. He came out with quite strong words. And I've, I did a video uh, on that and said that I was really disappointed. I thought the writing, writing was on the wall there, that Fabianski's probably in his last season then and they'll look to bring another goalkeeper in. But you know what? He's, he, you wouldn't know that he was annoyed because he's looked very happy when you've seen him in any um, clips, you know, training or uh, in games. He's always come across very well. I, saw, I watched a video of him uh, recently and he was doing like a stadium um, a bit of work in the stadium, and it was like coming to see a, a, a fan and, and and sit with their family and watch have a bit of dinner and w- watch the game and stuff. And he was just wonderful. Like he came across so well, so happy. He spoke so well about the club, and just yeah, brilliant. I'm really really um, pleased that he's he's handled it as he has because as I say I did, when he came out with his comments, I thought, oh god, he's going to throw his toys uh, everywhere. But no, he got it. He, he's done really well. Um, so we got a message um, from the top source. You know it is. I, I, we're not allowed to say it in a way. I don't know why, but I asked this today. I asked XS when he went, no, no, just say top source. I'll let you fill in the blanks there. But top, the top source, the person that would know the most about everything that's going on at West Ham, this this fella, um, has come out and said about Fabianski, well, yes, uh, we have given Fab another year and it, and it is well deserved. He is he's still an, an absolutely top keeper. And Joe, you know what? I absolutely agree with that comment from um, Mr. Top Source. Um, that's his name, by the way, Mr. T.S., um, and he, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's good news for West Ham. It is really good because 
I didn't realise how long Fabio has been at the club. He's been here in 2018, he joined. I mean, it's been a while, wasn't it now? It's been a while. And this will take him into seven years at the club. Um, he's, he's most experience he's ever made uh, for a club is at West Ham. Um, so he's, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm really, really pleased for him. I'm absolutely thrilled. And uh, it's good news. And yeah, so Fabianski will be here next season. And that means he'll be 40, 40 years old uh, playing for West Ham. So there you go. Yeah, bit of news there. And uh, I think that's it's great. Um, and another news, uh, Kasari of Stuttgart, the um, striker, 17 goals already this season. Absolutely highly sought after. West Ham are very much interested in this player. We know that for a fact. I think we will be trying to get him in January. That's my gut feeling on it. But there's been been an update on him um, coming out of the news, doing its rounds, is that Dortmund are now not in the running. He doesn't want to go to Dortmund. I think we understand that he favours a move to the Premier League. Now, one thing that's really interesting about this um, is that what we're hearing and what we understand and what's in the press at the moment is that the player wants to be the number one striker. That's his main focus. He doesn't want to go to a team and be second fiddle and having to fight his way to get into it. He wants to be the number one player uh, and it seems to be a Premier League side. That really helps West Ham. Really, really helps West Ham because the other two teams that want him are understood to be very keen on him in Gasari are Newcastle and Manchester United. I don't know they can offer him that. I don't think they can say to him, yeah, you're going to be the number one striker, that's it. They might pitch in that. They might, well, you know, I'm sure they will you know, if they're having meetings. They'll say, yeah, yeah, you'll be our number one guy. But he's, he's only got to look around, hasn't he? Look at Newcastle. You've got um, Callum Wilson. You know, you've got um, Isaac. You know, you've got all these players they're going to look at and think, well, hang on, I'm not going to be the number one, am I? I'm going to be rotated here. I'm going to be used. At, you know. So I think we've got to stand, we've got a big advantage here. I really do. I think this could be a really positive in terms of what we want to do. And he's available for like 18 million quid, this guy. You know, it's, it's, it, this could be a really, really big signing for West Ham. And I, I'll be honest, right? When I get these bits of news that we have to do on the channel, we do on the website, et cetera, et cetera, there are some that you kind of get and you kind of think, yes, yeah, unlikely. I'll report it because I've got to report it because that's the news. It's what, I'm, it's what we're here to do, isn't it? To talk about what's going on at West Ham, who we're linked with, you know, especially when we're doing transfers and stuff, transfer windows. Um, and obviously that's fast approaching now, the busy time. I tell you, it's the weirdest thing, right, for the West Ham way. When West Ham aren't playing, especially in the summer, like when, when the transfer windows is the busiest time. Summer is my busiest time. It's bizarre, really weird. So I never really get any break from this. It's just constant. Um, but I'll tell you what, um, I genuinely believe, I'm starting to believe in this one. That's, that's my point, sorry. That, that I'll get some bits of news and I think, oh, I'm not so sure. Like, Because you know the heavily linked moves elsewhere. You think that is going to be a bloody hard battle to get him. I thought that with Caduce, when we first were linked with Caduce, I thought, yes, unlikely. I thought with Alvarez, weirdly enough, when we first were linked, because he was being linked with everyone else. I think it was Juventus, wasn't it, Alvarez, if I remember rightly. There's a few other clubs that are in for him or interested. But uh, Gasari, yeah, when it first got linked with him, I was a little bit, yeah, he's doing so well. You know, everyone's interested in this player. But the news coming out recently suggesting that, one, that West Ham are definitely interested. One, he's affordable in terms of what West Ham's finances to be. Don't forget, West Ham have got to be very careful in January. We haven't got an abundance of money. They're not just going to go and splash money. They're going to try and sell players. We know that they're working hard at that because they've already extended the deal for for, for nows to sell him. I think they're going to try and sell him in January. I think they're going to try and offer another another couple of players as well. Uh, Cornet, possibly, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know exactly who we're going to try and offer, but I think they're going to possibly, you know, they're going to need to raise funds. But because the, the number one thing for this club at the moment is a striker. They want to get a striker in. OK, and 
Do you know what? Casario of Stuttgart is looking more likely. It is looking more likely. And the fact he wants to move to the Premier League, that's what we understand it. And the fact he really wants to be the number one target. So it seems that his desire is more about game time and, and performing than I a bit of that and I want to be in the Premier League and whatever. I'm not really bothered. He wants to be playing. So I really like that. I think it's, it, that is a big favour to us. Same for Manchester United. You know, can Manchester United from first team football guarantee it? Will he buy that if they say it? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. West Ham, absolutely, of course we can. Who's his competition? Antonio. Well, Antonio's 34, isn't he nearly? Isn't he 34? And, and he's not firing. He's not scoring goals. He hasn't, he's been out of form for a long time. I know he's injured at the moment. We, we actually miss him a little bit, actually, because we don't have that other option. But... I actually think that West Ham can sell it. We, we know, and we know how good Tim Stiton is. We know how good he is at getting players over the line. He, he works really hard at it. My confidence is growing with this one. It really is. So, look, really good video. This, I'm really, in terms of it's. <laughs> sorry to give myself out of the back. I'm not saying it in that way. I mean, in terms of being a positive video. I think it's a really good uh, day. It's a good moment to be a West Ham fan. Of course, nice to win. It's, I'm so pleased. I love European football, and I'm so pleased we're in the, the last 16 round of the Europa League. So much to look forward to. It's in March, of course. But look, ahead of um, Wolves uh, this weekend, which is the big one, that, that's what I'm glad about the result because it gives us that lift for that game. That is a big game, big, big game. And um, yeah, that's it. Look, I'm going to call it a day on this video, but tomorrow I'm going to do the view, um, the uh, sorry, the preview for the Wolves game. And we're going to be doing a giveaway like we always do. You've got to get your teams and your selections in. So do have a little think about them. And, sorry, your selections in and your, and your prediction for the game. So yeah, look, looking forward to it. Um, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Um, and enjoy the fact that we're going to be playing Europe ne again uh, next year. Come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network.